Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 3, Episode 21. I am Collins. Hello. And I am Frank. Hi, Frank. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing quite well. Lots going on with me right now. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's, that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> I just We're started... not um, doing anything, so... Yeah, so... I have not been telling you what I've been doing. Mm, yeah, yeah, I haven't really been following up. So what's up? Uh, and that's mostly because I figured I'd just let you figure it out once we started recording. Um, it's something that happens every October. Uh, lots of people tend to get involved with it. Um, I've seen my friends get involved with it, but this is my first year doing it. Uh, it's called Inktober. Have you heard of it? Uh, yeah. Inktober. Yeah, I for mean, the fountain pen subreddit is like full of it, but yes, <laughs> I didn't know you were doing that too. Yes, uh, uh, some colleague, work colleagues of mine got me into it, so um, this is my first time doing it. Okay. Um, in case people don't know, Inktober is a daily drawing assignment uh, for every day of October. Um, and so every day in the month of October, you're given a prompt to follow for a drawing. So the first day was gargoyle. The second day is scurry, you know, so on, so on. There's always a, um, a prompt that you go by. Huh. Okay. The end is a prompt. Yeah. So it's really cool because you get to see like everyone in the world on Instagram and whatever, uh, just having their different interpretations of these words and how they put their artistic skill into it okay that sounds yeah. like kind, of, kind of fun actually yeah so on my side it's like okay this is perfect right like i have all of these inks i gotta try i've got all these things i gotta do um it ended up that i've only been using uh noodler's black <laughs> oh. for almost everything because <laughs> wow. it's so easy to use um, i did colors. i mean i <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, but I mean, that's the ink. It's such a reliable black ink uh, to draw with. All right. Yeah. Um, I did use Apache Sunset for one of my drawings. Okay. Um, I wish I could show you. I don't think you have access to this. Uh, yeah, I can't. Sh I don't think I can share with you my Instagram unless you can see it um is it through the uh chat yeah through chat yeah but uh it's been really fun um but one of the things that i had to deal with uh is in a lot of drawings you tend to want to pencil things over first before retracing it with ink this account is private oh just 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 request i'll i'll, I'll uh yeah I'll allow you to, uh, there you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. So you should see my more recent posts. Um, you know, for okay. Gargoyle, I, for Gargoyle, I drew the TV show Gargoyles from the nineties. Um, for Krabby today was Krabby. I drew a Krabby from Pokemon. His eyes are staring at me into my yes. soul. What the heck? <laughs> yes. But yeah, so um, because I've started drawing, 
um, I needed to start using a pencil to pencil things first before I do an overlay with the pen. Um, and this is getting me into a topic where I realized I didn't know much about, which is the huge world of pencils and mechanical pencils. I'm not even going to even attempt the world of art pencils and the different kinds of lead and the different kinds of things that you can do with that. I'm only attempting to dabble and touch my toes a little bit on mechanical <laughs> pencils. It's also another expensive hobby to dive into. Yes. Um, and it's completely different uh, uh, because I, because for things like the fountain pens, right? Like the tactile feel of how the pen writes is determined mo is determined by a ton of different factors uh a couple of them being the nib and the ink right okay but with mechanical pencils it's a little bit different it's determined mostly by the lead and the paper but it's yeah. the lead itself the pen the pencil itself doesn't really change it that much as far as i know as far as i know I can think of a few scenarios, but yeah, okay, majority, yes. Well, uh, yes, obviously, like the, the like the how the pencil feels in your hand is going to change, but like in terms uh, of like its like... smoothness on the paper. Okay, yeah, that that feels the same. Well, mostly, mostly, right? So depending on the kind of lead, so changing the lead is more or less going to change the feeling of writing on the paper. So me choosing a mechanical pencil is more so how it feels in my hand. Right? Yes. And how are you going to do that? <laughs> so I had originally, because I didn't have a mechanical pencil, I had a very cheap from my office uh, plastic mechanical pencil I'm holding in front of the camera right now mm -hmm. um, that's using 0.7 lead. That's it's a okay. fat one, but okay. It's okay. Uh, but it's very plasticky feeling. And I feel like I want to chuck it across the room every single time. <laughs> um, and that's why I bought my, uh, my mechanical pencil that I just got today in the mail. Mm -hmm. I actually posted this on our Instagram, but I, I was trying out the Uni Kurutoga Advance mechanical pencil that uses a 0 0.5 millimeter pencil lead okay i have the normal edition i'm not the sure normal editions i have the super old normal edition that's like maybe like a decade <laughs> old so my question and to that, you mm -hmm. does it have a weird cushioning engagement at the beginning of a stroke i feel like i have to actually now write with it because you're asking me a question i have not attempted to find out There is a cushion. Right. See, that's what I was about to tell you. <laughs> it, it, most pens feel the same, except a few that has different mechanics in it that make it feel different. Yes, but I, I'm and, guessing the cushion there is because you do advance the lead as you're writing. Correct. That's what it is. It's a little tiny spring that advances every single time that you... Right, I was wondering if they fix that in advance because that kind of annoys me a little bit in the normal does edition. It, does it? It kind of. Uh, well, it's it's not from the uh, tactile feature feeling. It's mm -hmm. like if I write very lightly, 
the beginning leaves the beginning stroke looks different than the ending stroke. But that's just just very tiny nitpicking from my end. I obviously my experience with this pen soul has it's only been maybe get, an hour's make, worth of drawing. They make it better in the last decade because mm-hmm. remember mine is like a decade ago. Yeah. It could have been a lot better recently. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe you what you're sensing in terms of the soft pillow effect is different mm-hmm. from what I'm feeling. You're gonna have to you're I'm gonna bring this pencil over, you're gonna have to try it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try um, it in person. But I can draw softly with this and it's not a problem. Yeah, you can it draw actually softly doesn't with engage. It. It just the, the, the initial engagement kinda of feel kinda of weird to me, but it does not affect me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. It does not affect me. Actually, it almost feels like it's a, a flex pencil. Like, you know how like, it gives away a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not actually a flex pencil. I understand that, that it's not. But, like a cushioning pencil. Um, yeah. It's a soft writing pencil. Um, but it feels really nice. It, like, the weight of this feels way nicer than the plasticky pencil that I had. That one is a full middle one, is it? Or is it like a hybrid? Uh, I think it's a hybrid. The 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 barrel that I'm touching does feel like a plastic, but the the clip is definitely metal, and there's definitely a metal inside of it. I mean, maybe I'm what I'm feeling. It feels like plastic, but like a high quality plastic to me. Yeah. But I have not yet drawn enough with this to really. Oh, is that you're holding up your version of it? This is the older edition of it. This is 0.3 Uni Toga. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Actually, this newer... I bought this in a newer date. This one actually doesn't have that many cushion feeling, to be honest with you. Okay. So maybe just like the older edition has it. But this newer one actually doesn't have that much of it. Hmm. All right. I got this one. That that has a much more traditional like pen from the two thousands, Japanese pen from the two thousands era look. Yeah, like I said, this is like almost a decade old. Yeah, they they've made it look much more modern now. All right. Yeah, it has much more modern, elegant. It almost kind of gives me like a Lamy type look, not quite, but almost. I remember Ooh. I have a 0.5 one. Where did they have 0.5 go? Frank's, uh, people can't see this, but Frank's brought out his like entire uh, pen, pen pencil uh, holder collection. This I see is it my right now. cheap pen pencil holder collection. You can hear the plastic. Yeah, so you can probably hear it. <laughs> it's just wherever pen I feel like throwing there that I do not really care if I scratch it or clean it up. Um, I, I can't, the 0.5 is probably on my other desk. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Almost flipped over. <laughs> Be careful, Frank. Yeah. So, yeah. at work, how much do you use pencils? Ironically, not ever. Not ever? I mean, is that a choice for you, or is that it is a choice a... for me. Okay. I mean, you think I engineer do a lot of drafting? Yeah, but I do it in pens, actually. Interesting. Is is there a reason why? I don't really redraw. Oh. 
I only draw things once. <laughs> I mean, like if if I really make this, I didn't really make correction. I just draw a new one really quick. I'm next to it, so I don't really have to redraw some things most of the time. Mm. And I yeah. at the point of the engineering that I pretty much know exactly what I'm going to draw. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my job doesn't really change <laughs> 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 for now and for the next decade to come, probably. So. You got things down so that you don't need to actually redraw it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, in terms of me, I, I haven't... I used to draw for fun a lot when I was younger, but I haven't drawn anything for a while. So I knew I needed a pencil to use this with. I haven't drawn for a long, long time. I mean, for fun, of course. But I haven't drawn for yeah. fun for a long time. Yeah. And I know that uh, your friend recommended another pencil to uh, to us. Um, let me. I don't even it? remember how many link I sent you. Like the instant, you sent me a lot. The, the instant I said, "Hey, Colin's looking for a pen or pen, a pencil or uh, a mechanical or normal pencil," it just opened a floodgate. And uh, yes, there's and, a lot uh, of pencils out there. Um, and so I guess right now I have a 0.7. I've got a 0.5. The, the, the 0.5 does look sharper, but I'm not sure if that could just be the difference in quality of lead that I'm using right now. Um, but I definitely want to try. Uh, I've, I've already ordered the... You've recommended the Pentel Orenz Nero uh, 0.3 millimeter. I'm going to try it just to see what I think about it. Oh, no, Johnny um, recommended. I didn't recommend it. That was all Johnny's recommendation. <laughs> so if it sucks, I'll blame him. I'll, bl- I'll blame you, Johnny. I'm <laughs> well, kidding. You can do that. Um, no, I'm sure it's great. Uh, and it also looks good, too. So, you know, anything to increase my understanding of mechanical pencils. I no. also bought another one. Oh. <laughs> this all one right. was just for fun. Because I, I used to have this pencil. I'll link it to you right now. I used to have it, but I lost it. And so... Now I want it again, and I'll link it in the doc so you can see what I'm talking about. My question is, does mechanical pencil goes as high as fountain pens in terms of pricing? Well, remember when we were talking about that one Sterling Silver company, that uh, British Sterling Silver yeah, company? Yeah, Pen, Penoto, or Pen, uh, what is it called? I forget the brand name, but it was a British silver company. Yeah, it is. Oh no! I know what you're talking about. Yardo Lead is it? Yardo Lead. Yardo Lead. Yardo Lead. Yeah, they have a mechanical pencil that you were thinking about getting. Right. Or like you had your. You had your eye on. I don't know if you were thinking about getting it or not, but you had I your was. eye on it. I honestly, I really was until I point out to myself that uh, the the Sterling Silver's rating takes up a big chunk of the pen's body. <laughs> yes, and I was like, ah, uh, uh. yeah. I don't see mechanical pencil prices reaching anywhere near fountain pen prices. Like, you know, all of the pen, all the mechanical pencil recommendations so far have been under $20 versus like most fountain pens are above $20. Okay. 
Okay. So the general pricing is a little bit cheaper. Yeah. At least so I've seen. Okay. Um, and there's tons of online lists of like the best mechanical pencil or like these mechanical pencils. And they're usually under 20. I've seen one that I think reached $45. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it was uh, special metals or something like that. I have to pull it up and see if I can find it again. Got it. Yeah. But uh, th what I do find interesting, though, is that there are a number of um, fountain pen companies that we know of that have mechanical mm -hmm. pencil versions. <laughs> really yeah well let's see well first take a look at the link that i linked you uh there that's the other pencil that i bought oh yeah another thing about the uh Yarole i just remember now is the uh the pencil edition that i want is not the uh the engraving that i wanted ah. <laughs> it's the uh the pencil edition they have is a straight flower i want the wraparound kind which is only limited to ballpoint, apparently. So, mm. Hey, so which one did you get? Yeah, uh, I linked it to you there, the other one I bought. Zebra Mini Mechanical. Oh, this one is really, really cheap, actually. It's really cheap, and it's really thin, and it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, that looks tiny. Uh, it's basically a pocket... Uh, a pocket mechanical pencil. Okay. Um, and I remember having one a long time ago. I don't know where I put it. So I figure it's $5. I'm just going to get it. All right. What I hope yeah, doesn't happen try. is that like I jump into this and I end up with like 20 mechanical pencils like I did with fountain pens. And you'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> even if you don't want mechanical pencils, you can still give it away. I think gifting yes. out mechanical pencils is a lot easier than gifting out uh, fountain pens. Oh, definitely. Because, well, do adults even use pencils? I don't know if adults even use pencils anymore. Adults? Yeah. 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 Most do. I haven't needed a pencil before, like, this month. <laughs> really? Granted, if you gave me a pencil, I would have really appreciated it. I think it. it's maybe called I You Don't Have sport. Kids Yet. That's fair enough. <laughs> That's totally <laughs> fair. <laughs> yes. But I posted another link right under that one. Okay, let me see. Let me take a look. This is the... Uh, no, this is the Orin... Kaweko has. Interesting. Yeah. 0 0.5 German. Okay. Wow. The, the, the ending looks... Okay. So it's like a hybrid of the, your typical hexagonal pencil shape and the, a button at the end, basically. Yeah. It's an interesting look. I actually like how it looks. Um, it's got a very quicko design to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at forty four dollars, yeah, it's not uh, cheap. <laughs> I think it's the most it expensive I've seen so far, besides yeah, of those Yarrow lead. Yeah, in terms of like a, a mechanical pencil that you could buy, that one is quite expensive. I think there is also a lot of the uh, pen turner that makes them, but that mm -hmm. is like custom edge. That's all custom level of mechanical pencils that I'm not sure I should recommend we're going to. Yeah. 
and because I do remember seeing them for like tactile turns, um, uh, big idea designs. They all have those. But, yeah, tactile uh, turn has a mechanical pencil. Um, I think that one's actually really, like really interesting to me. Like I could have actually gotten that one, but. Well, the go? highest rated one I think among is the Rotring uh, 600. So that one's. Which one's what? that? Rotring uh, 600. Let me see if I can find it. So here's something that I would like to share. I'm not sure my sister's listening to this. Uh huh. But. Uh, for this is one of the reasons why I don't think my dear sister will ever use fountain pen is because okay. she has a death grip on her pens and the paper. <laughs> um, we used to have the same, pretty much the same pen, pencil, everything. Whenever my mother, my mother purchased stuff, it just one for me, one for my sister, right? Mm -hmm. Um. The same pencil after a year or two of usage, of course, it's all worn down, right? But my the mechanics on mine still feels okay. The mechanics on my sister's, somehow, for some reason, she's able to wear through the brass pencil holder. <laughs> the the mechanical pencil advance mechanism was worn out so badly that the mechanical it just wouldn't push out lead anymore it will slide back <laughs> i i have no idea how she does it but it will slide back i mean i i, I guess <laughs> you don't have to push that hard <laughs> But she pushes really hard on her, uh, her when she writes. So I think that's one of the reasons why I never bother recommending fountain pen to her. Because it's just it's just not her writing style. I mean, is it just because uh, your sister might have been so used to using like really terrible ballpoint pens that no, you just she has good forced. She has good uh gel pens she has g2s okay. and my my mom typically buys does, doesn't even buy any cheaper gel pens. she buys the uh the high tail from uh the high tail from uh the gel high tail is like a, it's not gel pen high tech from pilots mm -hmm. and those doesn't require any pressure to write really yeah those are actually really nice yeah but again she she able to write the uh the beginning of that nib she able to write it in <laughs> some, oh some of them. <laughs> so <laughs> she has a very strong death grip on the pen and the paper spaces yeah i mean that's the concern with anyone letting anyone borrow your fountain pen right like especially you know don't give your gold nib like if you're going to let someone borrow it and you don't necessarily trust Right. I mean, she, she kind of, I think she knows as well. So she doesn't, she just look at it. She doesn't ever try, try to write with it. But mm -hmm. um, that's just something interesting that I figure I'll share. It's just something that I never thought was possible, <laughs> but apparently it is. You can wear through the <laughs> mechanism just by normal usage, not even like breaking it, well, just normal usage. Uh, you know, quote unquote, normal usage. Yeah.
Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I have a couple other ones from brands that we might know of that also have mechanical pencils. Twisby, of course. Okay. Yeah, so of course Twisby has one. Quilami has it. Fastcap, okay. What's Fastcap? Fastcap is not one that you've heard of, but you should open that link and see what the lead looks like. Okay. Okay, so Twisby Precision. Okay, that looks like a really... That's interesting. That doesn't look like any of the design elements of Twisby. Well, what is Twisby's design element? Clear plastic. Okay, fair. But, okay, this is... This is I, I was going to say that, like... Um, Actually, that's not true. I had a. I was going to joke that like Twisby copies their designs from other people, mm-hmm. and so this is a very derivative uh, pencil design. However, I would say that like Twisby doesn't just copy off other people's. They have some interesting no, designs they, they too. They make their own stuff too. It just I think yeah. the. Uh, I was thinking the... of the plunger uh, pen. I was like, that is very <laughs> definitely not uh, yeah. copying off of that a is, big name that, brand. That, that is something that is uniquely theirs. The Lamy system is, uh, oh wow, that's just a cylindrical pen. <laughs> and uh, Did you expect anything less from Lamy? <laughs> I, I guess not. <laughs> it's just a black cylindrical pen. Okay. Very, uh, very straightforward and uh, simple now, design. The thing about this pen, this, uh, this pencil though, is that it's also a ballpoint pen. So this is a swappable one or like it's a the, titanium. there's two in one. I was like, this is pretty expensive. And I see, oh, titanium. What the heck? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so it's a dual ballpoint yeah. mechanical pencil that's made of titanium. Oh boy, the Fat Boy is a. Uh, does he use crayons? <laughs> They're not crayons. They're not crayons. No. What is it? It's just really thick pencil lead. I'm guessing this is for like artists. Oh wow, five point um, five mm the... lead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy cow! This is. This is a really fat lid. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, I can I can see why you sometimes requires a really really thick ones. Then, hmm. because like the one like, the really traditional wooden sharpening one, this has a really big lid inside too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes when you're strike. drawing. When you're when you're drawing with a pencil, sometimes you need like the the thinner lines when you use thinner lead, or you need like the big broad strokes where you need the angle to help you make those strokes. Right. This pencil would help you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, interesting. All right. I'm I'm more interested just to see this. In, I don't think I'm gonna get it, but I'm interested to see <laughs> it in person, and I want to see how the lead advances as you press it. <laughs> it's just like a giant right, thing moving right. forward. And we have, uh, lastly, tactile turns. Where's the pencil? Oh, that is the pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any more uh, interesting. Because I thought I, I thought it has more um, different mechanisms, but I guess not. It was just mm. the, uh, the pens and the uh, cyclics. Okay, never mind. Yeah. But it is a nice pencil. Also a hundred bucks, but it is a nice pencil. Well, yeah, this one is all hand turned, right? So yeah. it doesn't have their it has it doesn't seem to have a signature uh, circular the, 
training yeah. stuff over here though. So that kind of uh, a little bit disappointing to be honest. But right. yeah, I, I'm guessing it has something to do with just how a mechanical pencil works. Actually, and, like, no, maybe it, it could be just it. the uh, the first image because if you scroll down. The image below actually shows the very, very fine lines of its turning. I think it's still there. It just the image doesn't show it well. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't see that image, but that's okay. Okay. But yeah. All right. It's just my general foray into mechanical pencils. Um, I'm going to keep using this and see where this takes me. Well, let me know. Uh, and I, I would like to know what you find out toward the end and what you decide yes. to keep among all of them. Definitely. All right. And uh, for our next topic. Oh, right. Your ink <laughs> test. Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to show you. Okay, so... Uh, to catch some people up, if you uh, uh, if you're new, um, in February, where did I put it? Where did I put that link? In February 28 of this year, um, I decided to do a, a UV test on several inks to see how they degrade over time. Um, and you know, it's been a long time now. <laughs> Uh, what yes. we saw last time was uh, like ballpoint didn't last very well. Certain other inks like um, Sharpies or permanent inks, some lasted well, some didn't. Um, so now uh, let's see if I can show you where we're at now. Yeah, I think this is it. Let me know if you can see that. And I kept two. Okay, so I have one that was kept in the dark, so it should be mostly what it was before and then i had one that was just sitting in a windowsill for however many months it's been okay eight months eight <laughs> months or so while, yeah yeah okay let me take a look and uh okay google drive now I did take this with my with my phone. So some of the saturation for these are going to be some of the saturation on these photos is going to be a little darker than reality and I'll tell you where the discrepancy can be. The Sharpie one lasted better than I thought. Sharpie is almost exactly the same. <laughs> I don't understand. That's a very different than what I experienced with my uh when I write stuff on my super hot <laughs> yeah, I see. Interesting. It could be. Oh wait, you, when your DAC, like your um, you're writing on Sharpie on acrylic. No, 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 no. DAC, that little tiny um headphone amplifiers. That's like a thousand uh, watt. That, that could burns be. It could be that, to it, the touch. It could be. Um, I think we talked about this before, but it could be that like the Sharpie is actually absorbing into the paper, whereas when you're writing on a non-porous surface it just doesn't stick as well yeah it's not plastic but again i eliminated it oh oh that's right i eliminated I, it with yeah i remember this adhesive. now so either the heat ate it or just like mm. the heat disintegrated i don't know which one i don't know but i'm surprised it lasts that well under the sun okay yeah so uh, yeah. the next one is a pilot blue pretty much disappeared <laughs> pilot blue <laughs> is gone <laughs> 
Pilot Blue is so gone. Um, Pilot Blue, uh, on the paper that I'm seeing in front of my face, it is uh, it is more visible in the image than in real life. Wow. Okay, that means it's really gone on the other end. Okay. Yeah. The phone increased the saturation of that a lot. Sailor Kawika Kiwaguru looks, looks a little bit lighter, but not too much. Yeah. Mom Blanc Lavender Purple, the purple and black is all gone. It's only red left. Yes, and it is actually much lighter in person than in the photo. So red became the the, uh, the prevailing color in that way, huh? Yeah. It's interesting. That's interesting. That's, yeah. I guess that's where the, the, the purpley part comes from. Yeah, I thought the black would be more uh, permanent. <laughs> but okay. I don't know. It. I mean, I can still definitely read it. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not purple anymore. <laughs> the story of green surprised me how well it lasted. Yeah, all of the Storia ones, I mean, they're all pigment inks. The Storia inks are all pigment, so I'm yeah, not surprised yeah. that those lasted. Mueller Black lasted well. Pilot Compecky looks definitely a lot uh, less vibrant. Less vibrant, it's... but extremely readable. I, You know, Compecky is one of those where, like, I thought that it, I wouldn't have expected it to last this well. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I assumed that Compecky uh... was a standard ink. Yeah, there's a darker blue. I think part of that lasted compared yes. to everything else. Lamy turquoise, I assume, is barely readable on your end. Yes, Lamy turquoise is barely readable. Much better <laughs> than the. It Pilot is. Blue. I would say that it is just above, or it's above Pilot Blue, but under Mont Blanc Lavender Purple. The Pilot Blue is also the fountain pen ink, right? Yes. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yes, it is the standard pilot blue, like wow. the, the one you get in the cartridge. Poorly, huh? Yeah. Okay. Like if you buy a pilot metropolitan, that is the pilot blue that was tested so here. Don't expect that into last, basically. F under UV light, <laughs> under constant UV light okay. for eight months. <laughs> These are not normal conditions. Okay. Newler Apache sounds sad. I'm surprised he looks at the yellow-orange part actually lasted. The red part is gone. It seems like the 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 more yellow-orange stuff lasts longer than the blue almost for these like non-permanent inks. Yeah, it's interesting. I would imagine the opposite. I would imagine like the red and black will disappear first, will, will last while the uh, yellow and red will actually disappear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a very interesting result. Well, <laughs> thanks for having down your uh, window for the last couple of a month. Well, not even couple, now, the, eight months. <laughs> eight months? Now, for me, I'm like, well, let's just keep this going. I'm just going to keep this going there for <laughs> another eight months. I don't know. Okay. Well, we, we can see which one lasted last, which one lasted till the end. Who lasts the longest? Will we see a degradation in Sharpie? Who knows? Um, the paper will likely be the problem not so much the ink i think <laughs> after how's the paper doing actually oh yeah you know what from the image it looks about the same i'm not i'm not you know it's not daylight so i can't really tell but the paper looks about the same to me oh okay so it lasted pretty well all right i mean i'm not the best person to tell color but in terms of How does it me feel? just looking does at the it, paper is any is any one of them feel a little more crunchier than the other no okay yeah that means it's still doing well yeah, no, it looks it looks fine to me. The paper is holding up really well. This is a um, 
I believe this is Rhodia. Okay. I think Rhodia is known for pH neutral, so probably that's why it doesn't break down that fast, too. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no reason why I shouldn't just leave it up there. It's not bothering anyone. Yeah, okay. I just leave it on there. Unless um, someone, some, some jerk from HOA complained. Yeah. I, I want to see Pilot Blue erased from the paper. I want to see how long that takes. <laughs> I want to see it. it gone. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? Oh, we, we went through this already. Oh, yeah. This thing right here. I It's not new. Mm -hmm. but I find it very interesting. Oh, what are these? These are the... Um, Pilot friction stamp, friction stamp. Okay, so these are pilot, uh, pilot's own like notebook stamps. That is also erasable. Whoa. Whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Taiwan Just... Limited Edition has boba, by the way. But they're also oh out. oh no i would have totally bought that immediately <laughs> yeah yep but yeah this is interesting i i just happened to stumble upon it uh when i was looking at uh, yoseka's uh stock uh recent incoming stuff but they're pretty I've, cheap 230 they're, they're, they are pretty cheap and they uh, the fact that they are erasable is pretty interesting to me so are they erasable by a special eraser or by a normal eraser? Just normal eraser, to my understanding. Oh, wow. I wonder how it works. Okay. At $2.30, I'm going to get some. <laughs> yeah. It's not expensive. Uh, it's something like this. I would expect it to be a lot more, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, however, to get free shipping, I'm going to need $40. So I'm going to get a lot oh. of these. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy something else. <laughs> uh, well, let me know. Let me know. Wait, wait, yeah, we yeah. just place a water from Yoseka. That's okay. Okay. That's true. I did get the uh, the brass nibs from here, um, but it's too late now. We just have to get something else. No, our Inktober, uh, the oh, ink yeah. is from them too. So oh, yeah. maybe we can try to combine shipment. Let me know what you want. I'll, I'll ask them about it. See, see, I would have loved the Bobo one. Like that would have been amazing. I know. I would have I, bought, I bought like multiple. <laughs> I would have bought multiple of those Bobo ones. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. I Maybe they'll have it on eBay, but I can't guarantee you're going to pay it on the lake for it. Yeah. There's a little bunny, a cute bunny one that I'd probably get, and there's a Sakura one I'd probably get too. Yep. Yeah, cool. All right. Our next one. Well, this is kind of a dig at a certain company. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Ah. Ah, uh, yes. I remember this. Kaweko. Okay, so, I mean, in terms of the uh, uh, qual quality control of certain companies, this is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Frank sent me a photo, or basically it's a, it's a Reddit article of someone who bought a Kaweko pen and noticed that their nib... Uh, is a single tined nib. There's no slit on there. There's no slit. It's just a breather hole and a and the nib. And so apparently they 
alerted someone in Cueco and they were shipped a replacement nib. You know, someone was very gracious to ship them a replacement nib, right? Very nice. Thank you. Um, okay, and this one does indeed have split tines, except it doesn't reach all the way to the breather hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. I thought it was like a photo issue, but... I don't think so from the looks of it. I mean, I didn't notice it too. You had to tell me like, hey, look deeper into that. And I'm like, what do you mean? It looks fine. No, no, it doesn't. Those tines are not like all the way down. <laughs> it, do it does not go all the way down. So No. So the original one has issue and the replacement one still has issues. Now, okay, I think... Now, obviously this needs to be fixed. However... I think that would still write. I think per OP, they actually both write. Yeah. Like, there's... The, the split time, even a, like a solid nib there would still write. The feed would still feed it, and the capillary action would still... It will oh, work I can a see why it would be. A, it will work I can see why it worse. would be a problem for the one with no split, because there's no capillary right. action taking it to the very tip of the nib. Yeah. Um, but the other one should still work. The uh, the one that doesn't go all the way through, that one should definitely work. But uh, yeah. the one with no slit, I can see some air exchange issues. When, if you write yes. too fast. Yes. You're, you're kind of just hoping ink drips down to the nib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty bad, uh, pretty bad impulse to, to go two out of two. Yeah. I mean... I have a I have a Franklin not a Franklin Christoph uh, um I have a couple nibs with no breather hole so that's kind of the same thing going on with that that second nib. But I mean, wait, what do you mean you have no breather hole? It, it um I have to I have to go find the the name of the brand escapes me. Um, I mean, let me go pull it up. I'm gonna go get my own pen thing thing. Okay. Let me see. I forget the name of the brand. It is Faber Castell, not Franklin Christoph. Faber Castell. So it has um, and there's no breather hole in it. I, I don't. Know. It it's just a solid dip. I, I'm holding it to the camera, but you can't see it because I'm out of focus. Let me see if I can okay. pull up an example. But there's no breather hole in it, and it works fine. I mean, yeah, I guess if a slit just goes all the way through, it shouldn't have any issues. Yeah. But I never I didn't actually realize that Faber Castell has no breather hole. That's a I very mean, interesting it, it, design the, decision that you do. The I could say that the the slit at the very top end of it is maybe a little wider. Imperceptibly so maybe, but it is a little wider. I'm looking at right now. Yeah, they don't have a breather hole, but I would say their slit is actually uh, maybe a little bit wider than most. Sure. And maybe that's just how they designed their nib. Yeah, I mean, that's it, okay. it looks clean. Uh, I'll be yeah. honest, it, it looks pretty clean. Um, their other nib actually has, their other pen actually has a breather hole in the center. Yes. I guess the addition I have doesn't have one. But hey, if it works, it works, right? I haven't used my fabric castles in a long time. Maybe I should ink them up again. Yep. Next rotation <laughs> pen. 
Yeah. I actually have two Fabric Castells. I have uh I have an Ondoro and I forget what this one's called. Um our next one. This one is a uh it's not exactly a pen news per se, but I find this is a very interesting blog for anyone that wants to look into fountain pen mechanics. The blog mm. is called uh, minabeko.com, M-I-N-A-B-E-K-O.com. The writer has a good collection of grand, uh, nib grinding techniques. Uh, he has a primer on the uh, how to take pens apart, um, how to fix nibs, and the typical issues that you might run into for, with nibs and how to tune nibs. And how to and how feeder works and possible yeah. issues you're gonna run into. It's a pretty detailed blog of all the uh, very fundamental things regards to fountain pens. How to uh, prime your feed? Very nice. Very well, detailed no, the, article. The feed, yeah, the feed primary is more just explaining uh. how feed works and how to fix it if things go wrong, but. Yeah, yeah I think I cool. personally feel it's a really good blog for anyone. Um, that is median knowledge or beginning knowledge to go and take a read. Um, you'll probably get something from it. And some of the photos are great too. Just like the, yeah, the it's macro really shots. Detailed, it's a really detailed blog with really good macro shots. So, All right. So yeah, that's really cool. Our next one is, uh, well, this is, this is the new pen. Oh. <laughs> Um, besides the, one of the blue ones from a Kinelaya company, I think this newest one is probably one of my, my most liked color from their lineup. The new uh, Punakea fountain pen. Punakea? Yeah. Punakea, yeah. It, the, this color swirls are, are, are really beautiful here. Yeah, this is red, white, um, a little bit of blue, and the golden shimmers inside. It looks great, to be honest. And, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, there's something that they do with their color swirls that um, it it makes sense how they're able to charge so much for their pens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I, I can't, I don't see this from any other pen company. Not, I, I, I would say like some of the, um, specialized blanks that some pen maker or, uh, producer produces mm -hmm. can have these kind of properties, but they do not make them on a regular basis. Mm. It is so more like... like once you miss it, it's a completely gone kind of deal. Yeah. And uh, I guess Penalea um, Penalea company has like a um, continuous deal with them, so you can always get something that's known quality. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, they've been they've been having the same pens for a while now, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so. They have some new designs. I actually haven't checked them out yet. Let's see if they still have mine. Okay. They should still have yours. I just saw it the other day. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I I love that one. 
<laughs> Again, another pen I haven't inked up in a while. I should probably throw that in my rotation soon. Yeah. That, that, by the way, that was the pen I was using at work. And then someone pulled me aside. I was like, oh my God, that pen looks amazing. What, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that one got, I got uh, one of my coworkers into fountain pens just because they saw that pen. Oh, okay. And then they, they eventually got a, uh, a pilot uh, vanishing point. Okay. I wonder if he's still yeah. using it. He is. He still okay. is. Uh, although I also know that I, he apparently lost it one day. <laughs> oh. So um, I'm not sure if he still has one or not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't lose your don't lose your fountain pens. It, it can really hurt your, <laughs> oh, your heart. Oh man! Well, it does not even can financially recover from it, the uh, emotional recovery is sometimes a little yes. bit harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because when you have a pen for over a year or a decade, there's some sentimental values to it. Yes, especially if that's like your first, like big fountain pen, right? Like yeah, like uh, I'm guessing for him, first big special pen purchases, it always has a uh, feel specialty to it. Yeah, I'm guessing for him that might have been his first uh, gold nib fountain pen, right? So, oh, means something. Okay, yeah, that's that's not good. Hopefully, he finds it. Hopefully, he finds it. Hopefully, I'll report back if he either found it or he got another one. Yeah. Okay, I guess lastly we're gonna go over uh, one of another question that uh, one of the uh, listeners, Jacob, has uh, brought up to us. Mm -hmm. And this is regarding to uh, lubricants in mm. pilot Pelican's Pistons because apparently there is a topic of discussions on the Fountain Pen Network regards to what Pelican staff used to lubricate their pistons. Apparently, the Pelican staff recommended castor oil for their pistons. Okay. Castor um, oil. And he's just wondering, should we, should we use castor oils or should we, should we keep use something else? Um, so I already responded the email to Jacob, but in my opinion, I think castor oil is a oil they have chosen from historic reasons. Hmm. Like it is the de facto oil that works. Okay. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's one of the better choices in today's world, if that makes sense. So you think they're choosing castor oil because of legacy historic reasons, not because it's necessarily because the best? Because it always worked. Yeah. Because okay. the castor oil is, a, is an organic oil that has fatty yeah. acid that will yeah. break down. Yes. And when you break down, it either solidifies or gunk up. Mm -hmm. And you need to reapply your oil again to make it <laughs> And so because, you know, Pelican is a fairly old pen company, they just continue using the oil that they have been using. Right. Mm. It just become more of a traditional choice of oils. Okay. Yeah, because I know castor oil is used for making your hair healthy. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. And in fountain pens, not fountain pens, in headphones, they, people used to recommend them to fix really squeaky... Headphone hinges too. Mm. Used to. Mm -hmm. 
So it does has a history of being used as lubricants for uh, mechanical parts. It's just every single time castor oil is brought up to use as lubricants, some people will point out that castor oil will eventually oxidize and age. And then you have to clean it up or just flush it out with more castor oil. <laughs> castor oil is a vegetable oil processed from castor beans. Right. Interesting. It's a very light oil, so it kind of just seeps in. So, um, most people recommend. I think even in the fountain pen form, that I'm gonna I can link later. Um, I think this is Rong Z talk about it. He and his colleague and a lot of people. In fact, I think uh, the Pelican Repair Shop, like I think they're really called the Fountain Pen Repair website, something like that. They they all use silicon grease, and silicon grease mm -hmm. is known for being very non-reactive for most things, so it should work on most pens. I think there's only a few instances that you should not be using silicon grease, and one of them would be if you have a silicon-based gasket or O-rings, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. silicon grease will definitely melt your silicon gasket grease or your uh, kitchen cooking utensils. Oh, interesting. Because it's solvents. It's silicon and sol it's suspended solvent, so it's going to mm -hmm. just ease it away. Um, I do have another suggestions, but it's not something that is commonly used for the fountain pen world. Okay. It's coming from more of a suggestion from the mechanical keyboard side of the <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> right. So um, there, there's this lubricant called the Crytox that has been used for the last couple, like decade or two at least, for, for more aerospace or military tech type of uh, applications. Mm -hmm. Or more hardware because Crytox is a fluorinated oil, synthetic oil that is made to be extremely non-reactive. Even more non-reactive than silicone. Right. Right. So um, um, the mechanical keyboard, uh, the mechanical keyboard community, they kind of make the keyboard out of all sorts of material as well. Is that the same uh, lubricant that we used on my board to like coat the bottom of the, the thing? Uh, that's the very, very thick version that I gave. The, no, the, the lubricant I gave you are the one to use on lubing a stabilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Yeah. That's the same thing. Okay. Got okay. it. Yeah. So it comes in different grades. And then, okay. So let me go back to it. Um, the mechanical community, mechanical keyboard community used that because it's known to be non-reactive. And uh, it's been tested throughout all kind of material that <laughs> they can throw at it. Because like the switch they used to loop and uh, the stabilizer they used to loop can be acrylic, can be palm, can be, palm, can be uh, ABS, the keycap can be ABS. Um, there's also middle finishes, anodization finishes, and all of them are basically non-reactive to the lubricants. So I do feel that um, it would be very safe to use on filament pans as well. Right. And also, the, uh, it's chemical makeup and the their main their main selling point of the lubricant is to <laughs> say we are non-reactive to most chemicals out there. 
Right. And in theory, uh, you know, because you're hitting the key constantly, like any kind of, uh, it should be able to handle any kind of like physical, a lot of physical motion, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It depends on the type um, of lubricant you have. There's different grades. There's mm-hmm. like the normal ones, uh, the, the GPL 105 and GPL 106. 106 is a thicker one. I would probably recommend that for pistons for most people. Physical stress was the word I was thinking about. Oh, physical stress. Yeah, yeah. It, yes. Yeah, it tends to, uh, it lasts longer than most lubricants, basically, because it's mm-hmm. non-reactive and high heat resistance. Yeah. Um, by the way, NASA uses this stuff. NASA military grade uses this stuff. It's just the, the NASA grade is extremely pure grade. <laughs> and a, uh, I think a one pound tub, like a little tub of it costs like $2,700. Oh, of, co- of, co- of course, Frank, you would have tried to buy this, right? And no, then you realize no, the price. That's too, yeah, yeah, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, right? Like, you were like, oh, it up, NASA has price. one. Yes, I was like, oh, NASA uses Let me look it up. Oh, crud. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in small quantities, they are very affordable. Right. In small quantities, they are very affordable. <laughs> <laughs> and they will, I mean, it's just a tiny drop bottle of lube that will probably last you forever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, like a small one ounce bottles or a ha- three ounce bottle that is like, I think three ounce, no, 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 not ounce, uh, 10 milliliter or three milliliter little syringe costs like 10 bucks, maybe a little bit more. But that generally lasts a long time for normal usage. So... For anyone interested, I recommend GPL 106 for probably piston mechanisms that is more fluid and that it will probably seep into more areas. And uh, there is something called the BDZ for Crytox. Let me see, mm-hmm. what is the exact full name? It's the Crytox XHT BDZ. This one is formulated to be extremely thick doesn't like to move around and uh, it also does not uh, okay by the way crytox loop in general is not soluble in water hmm so, so it should stay it, it will stay exactly where you put it yeah the only issue is that you do not want to rub onto your feed because it's really hard to get rid of it. Because it, it, it will yeah, stay there. It will stay there. So make sure you don't be careful with it. Um, but it will stay exactly the way it is. So if you use it on, on your piston mechanism, it should be fine. Yeah, the Crytox um, is uh, not too expensive. It's not. It's actually relatively cheap. So yeah, I haven't had it. To, I haven't had to lubricate any of my piston fillers as of yet, as far as I know. I have to lubricate my. 803, surprisingly, my pilot, uh, 823, sorry, my pilot 823, because I forgot to the lubricate vacuum the filler? piston. Yeah. Ah. The rod, not the piston, mm-hmm. the rod. I've got to lubricate the rod, and my rod was feeling, my, the pen itself was feeling very, very not moving. I'm not sure what like the best way. It wasn't, it wasn't really operating. responsive. It yeah. wasn't smooth. Yeah. And I realized, oh, wait, I haven't lubricated the rod at all. <laughs> Even though I do use the very duplicating ink in the pen, the, the rod itself mm-hmm. is, is like, there's a, little, there's a little O-ring, and the O-ring actually looks a little bit dried. 
I was like, oh, maybe, oh. maybe I should lubricate a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that helped. That helped a lot. And now it's a lot similar to that. But I just used silicone, by the way. I didn't even use uh, Crytox on that one because I didn't have yeah. it nearby. I mean, silicone should be okay, right? Silicone is okay. I can post the, um, the chemical registration, the chemical affinity for lube versus uh, all kinds of material compatibility list later. Mm-hmm. But both silicone and uh, PFP, which is Crytox space, they are compatible with almost all materials. Yeah, I see that. Although I would say that this chart is not colorblind accessible. There's a different one. <laughs> there, there are two. There, those, those, the two of them are the same chart. If you click on the next one. If I click on the next one, okay. There's two charts. They're the same thing, ah, but just one. Oh, that's yeah, much different better. Names. Yeah, and there you that's go. That's much better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are the same thing. They just have the better name calling on one of them. Yes, they've, they've got shapes, which is very easily identifiable. Yeah, but the shapes one, the name, unless you are in the chemical field, you're not going to know what the heck they are. Yeah. <laughs> which is one I have the one with the color, just to like mm -hmm. what they are. So yeah, I guess that's our um, listener's question for the week. Awesome. All right. With that being said, hey, Collins, do you have anything you wish to add? Uh, not much other than, um, if you want to follow, uh, I'll, I might post a couple of my drawings on our, uh, Instagram, which is a uh, fountain pen and stationery. Um, you can follow us there. Okay. And, oh yeah, by the way, we can be found at fountainpenandstationery.com and uh, we can be reached at fountainpenandstationery at gmail.com as well. I'll see you next time, Carlos. Yeah, see you, man.